This is Dolphin Financial Radio, a show about planning your retirement. When you are young, financial decisions are easy. You aren't worried too much about the future, and you know you have plenty of time on your side. However, as you get older, the financial decisions get more difficult. Eventually, you reach the age where you face decisions about employment, home buying, raising a family, and college planning. Your financial success is often determined by how you handle the many curveballs thrown your way and by how much you are saving for retirement. Before you know it, you are within 10 years, five years, and then one year of retiring. At this point, you'll be facing new and different financial challenges. You'll worry if you have enough money to last through retirement. You'll be concerned about healthcare and longevity. You'll want to make sure your retirement is everything you always dreamed it would be. These are the retirement challenges that we will address each week on this show. Regardless of how far you are from retirement, it's time to listen in as we begin another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group here in sunny Clearwater. Alongside me today is my trusty sidekick, Tony Shore. Tony, today's topic is going to be known as debt in retirement. We're going to be wow. talking about retiring with actual and owing other people money today. Whether or not it's good, what to do about it. So what I want to do is talk about the types of debt, what the keys to handling it are, and some tips on how to deal with it. All right. Well, I mean, we all, we all have experience with debt. I mean, we've all owed money, and I'm sure at some point uh, we all still will. Uh, debt is a pretty common issue for most people. I just wonder, you know, I, I hope most people are out of debt by retirement, uh, but uh, I think the majority of people are not. You know, they still have, might have a mortgage or car notes, things like that, right? Well, think about the old retirement of the old, you know, the older generations. Think like your grandfather without getting too detailed. I have a feeling that your grandfather doesn't have debt. No. I'm just, I'm guessing. Uh, no, he doesn't. As far as I know, he doesn't. And as far as I know, he's never had credit card debt ever. Yeah. He might be in the generation that never really owned a credit card or if they did, they, they used it only to, uh, they don't know when they would yeah, use it. Right. Right. If they did use it, they paid off the full balance at the end of the month. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and that used to be the way. And then the boomers came along and now we're seeing through the statistics that they're taking more and more debt on yep. and they're bringing it into retirement. Ouch. See, um, boomers were the first to start really using credit, right? And and just in the past 30 years, credit credit card debt has been an issue, really. And, oh, it's um, a major serious issue. Right. And, and it used to be that you didn't bring debt into retirement. Like you can use debt throughout while you're working, but the objective was, or the mantra was, you know, debt free, you go into retirement and then that's the way to do it. Right. There was, you know, there was no debt. And, and even you, your house is paid off even. So you don't owe anyone anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that was the way it used to be, but now that's changed. Mm-hmm. And now we have all types of debt in retirement. Yeah. The biggest being the house, yeah. right? A lot of people have a home mortgage or even a home equity line of credit. They either fixed up the house 
to modernize it or make it more user-friendly. Maybe they took out a home loan to pay off student loans. But either way, oh, yeah. they have some sort of debt tied to their house. So that's that's a common one. But then you also got this credit card debt. Oh, and that can and, be bad. I mean, we've got, there's guys out there. There's a guy out there who's made an entire career and made millions off of dealing with the credit card crisis and appealing to people's need to get out of credit card debt, right? Right. He who, there are industries. He who shall not be named. Yeah, we, we won't talk about them, but... <laughs> and if we do, it won't be good. <laughs> we also... But but you know that there's these credit card collectors and credit card consolidation oh, companies, yeah. and it's a legit issue for a lot of people, and it's becoming more and more prevalent in retirement, meaning I'm seeing it when people come to me to say I'm ready to retire, and they still maintain some sort of credit card balance. Uh, and when I say credit card balance, I'm talking about the ones that aren't paid off every month, meaning right. it's a revolving, yep. you know, debt. Um, then you got medical bills. That's becoming more pro- prominent now because of the health insurance costs and the medical expenses are going up. So people are getting hit with certain medical bills that aren't covered. And this is particularly true for those that aren't on Medicare. Um, however, the people that are on Medicare are seeing major medical bills associated with their teeth. I see a lot of my clients have major debt owed to the dentist. Oh, that's terrible. You weren't it joking. Is terrible. That's, that's crazy. Because there's no dent. I mean, dental insurance is really not caught up with the cost. And, and it Medicare, seems like Medicare dentist, doesn't cover dental, does it? No. Well, some of them do here in, in the Florida. Some of the Medicare Advantage plans are now adding comprehensive dental. Right. But it Not costs all of them, money. But that's that's relatively new. And it still costs and, money. And, and, and there's limits. There's limits, right? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll cover cleanings and x-rays and, and maybe $500 worth of stuff. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I yeah. get this conversation all the time with retirees. You know, it's going to cost me eight grand to get my teeth fixed. You know, does Medicare cover that? (laughs) No, it doesn't. Does insurance cover that? No, you could buy dental insurance, but usually it's like a $1,500 cap. So people are finding medical bills, Um, auto loans. People, you know, a lot of people, when they retire, they they forget that they're probably going to have to buy another car or two in retirement, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're like me, you'll run the car to the ground, but even me... uh, if 30 years is your retirement window, I'm I'm probably going to need at least two cars for there. Maybe one, <laughs> maybe three. No, but two cars at least, right? I like to run them to 15 years. That's my magic number. Uh-huh. Speaking and fix that, them with duct tape and uh, and a wire hanger and hope your niece doesn't I have stranded. upgraded to BVC pipe. <laughs> so did I tell you the time that I my muffler broke when I was driving to Philadelphia from New York and it was on Thanksgiving and uh, it was so loud. It was obnoxious loud. It was just hanging down and my dad's like, we got to fix this. And it was like Thanksgiving day I was leaving and obviously no one was open. So he, he literally went in the garbage can and grabbed a can of cranberry sauce, the uh, empty can rinsed it out, popped the both ends out and he mounted that to brace the muffler on my car using some brackets 
And so the sound wasn't so bad and it wasn't dragging. He's like, when you get to Philadelphia, replace the muffler. Wow. That <laughs> is hilarious. The, when I got to the mechanic, he looked at it. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, it was cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, but there's another debt that people are bringing into retirement. And that, which we talked about in the last show, we talked about how it don't have kids. <laughs> That was the title, but but the idea of the kids is so expensive. Yeah, what I'm finding yeah. is more and more uh, retirees have student loan debt. That's crazy to me. How a senior or a retiree would have student loan debt, and some people think we mean because they're going back to school or went back to school later in life. But no, it's a lot of times it's uh, left over from theirs or their grandkids or children's. That's right. That's right. I don't mind taking out a loan for your own educational benefit. The idea being you're incre- you're going to increase your income as a result of your education, or you're just doing something you've always wanted to do. But if you have student loan debt on the kids or grandkids, <sighs> well, let's talk about that. <laughs> wow. It, that's a big is one. It, is it bad to have debt in retirement? I mean, I guess it depends who you ask, but if someone asked me, I would say no. I mean, I'm not against debt. By the way, uh, I, I, I'm not against having debt, but um, there are certain types of debt that I have a problem with. And when it comes to retirement, um, I'm not against having debt in retirement either. So it's just. That kind of goes against and, the popular wisdom. That's right. But I'll tell you what, Tony, the popular wisdom or the used to be popular wisdom, maybe not anymore, is I want debt free. I don't I want to pay off my house and have no debt when I retire. That's a successful retirement to me. And I meet people that still do that. And I will say this, it it's nice, right, to not have debt. But a lot of times they do that at the at the mercy of liquidity, meaning they don't have any liquid assets. They spend every last dime they have in liquidity to pay off their loans. And now, yes, they don't have any major expenses because the only thing they're paying for are taxes and utilities and food, but they don't have enough money liquid because all of their equity is in the house. So they run into a cash crunch situation. So let me answer the question, is debt in in retirement good by, by highlighting three things you need to be thinking of when it comes to debt. One is the interest rate. You need to know what interest rate you're paying. Tony, you'd be surprised at how many people I meet with that say, hey, help me retire. Let's talk. We start digging in. Once, you know, once we get to know each other, they say, hey, I want to work with you. We start digging in and I say, how much is the interest rate on this debt or that debt? And they simply don't they know don't the know. answer. They to have it. no idea how much interest they're paying. I believe that because I've been in that boat. My wife and I are like, okay, we got this credit card over here, which we're carrying a balance on. And then we've got this loan over here. Uh, what's our interest rate, especially on credit cards? Exactly. Because those are variable. Those go up and down. Well, they usually just go up, right? Right. Um, um, so the revolving credit cards, that debt can be, you know, 20% plus. It might start at zero. You might, hey, you know, open this card, you get a 20% discount at the store today and you get a 0%. You don't have to pay it off for a year, maybe two years. 
But what happens after two years? That 0% goes to 24.99, you know, something crazy. If you're not vigilant on it, you don't, you know, you forget. So people forget. What is this? What is that? Well, you got to know. So you got to know the interest rates. You got to know whether or not it's fixed or variable. Like a home, <clears throat> a home typical 30-year mortgage, you know, you might be paying 4.6% interest. That's fixed, right? So you know that. That is a lot easier to manage or at least plan for than the variable rate on a credit card. You can also have a variable rate on a mortgage, by the way. That's another story. People did that. Yeah. That's what happened in, you know, especially a with mess. home equity line of credits. Yeah. You, you get a, and you realize it's a 10 year term. And then after 10 years, you got to pay it. It's like, whoa, I didn't know that. So yep. you got to be super aware of what interest rate you're paying. Is it high or is it low? Right. And then, so that's one thing you need to consider when you're looking at that. The second is cash flow. And this is really important for retirees versus non retirees, the people still working, because debt is okay while you're working, because usually, you have the cash flow and the ability to pay it off, right? That's the, that's the hope anyway. <laughs> you take on debt and like a home because you're going to have enough income to pay off that debt over time. But if you're retired, more than likely you're eliminating or at least reducing your income. So the ability to repay the debt is gone or has decreased. So debt is okay when you have the income to cover it, but if you're in retirement, debt is a little bit more difficult to deal with because you no longer have as much income. So when you're creating your cash flow plan or retirement income plan, you need to really be aware of how the debt impacts yeah. that. So, so that'll play a role. And finally, not last but not least, <laughs> is the psychological impact of having debt. Would you say, Tony, in your uneducated opinion, I'm going to say uneducated because you're not a psychologist at all, right? Or a psychiatrist. Well, yeah. Well, you, I, you I would dabble. say dealing with I me on the show. Let's just say I dabble. I dabble. <laughs> you dabble. <laughs> but I, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Okay. I'm going to, this is a softball question sure. here. Do you feel that having debt would add stress or take it away from the average American? Oh, I can tell you from personal experience, because I, I will freely admit <laughs> I've had uh, in my life in the past, I've had, you know, uh, some high debt I had to pay down uh, with credit cards, uh, you know, loan sharks, that type of thing. Um, just kidding. <laughs> did you did you ever pay off the um, Dunkin' Donuts bill? Did <laughs> the, you? The, that was a biggie. <laughs> the Pizza Ranch buffet bill that uh, they should have never let me have a tab. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. No, when Bruno and G Giovanni show no, up I'm to kidding, collect their pizza anytime, bill. Money is a just that gnawing feeling that you've got a a debt hanging over your head. I, I think, in my personal opinion, for myself and my wife and everyone I've ever known, who's ever, my parents ever experienced debt or been in debt, I know it weighs heavily. It adds stress, whether, you know, it's open or you're open about it, but even subconsciously, it's got to wear you down. And, uh, you know, it doesn't allow you to sleep well at night and getting it paid off is just an amazing feeling. So I think there is something to paying off that credit card and cutting it up or not having so many and paying it off each month. It's a good feeling and uh, it takes away a lot of stress. Debt adds stress, I would say. You're right. And I agree. And one of the things that we do or my philosophy is it's all about retirement. Successful retirement is about increasing your income 
and decreasing your stress, increasing the income to keep up with inflation so you're not in a situation where you feel you're not living life and decreasing stress because, you know, it might be great to have that debt because, you know, you have a bigger house or you get the feeling you like, but, or I might say, why did you pay off the home loan? Now you have no money to, to live. And now we have to, you know, figure out a way to, to get by. Um, there is that unwritten stress relief that is so valuable that it's hard to quantify. So I throw it in there because, yeah, it's important to look at your interest rates and your cash flow, but there's something to be said about the emotional benefits of not having a debt, especially in retirement, as you're trying to relax and enjoy life finally. It's tough to do when you have a large debt bill hanging over your head. Yeah, yeah. And I would argue, that it might be more enjoyable to not have debt than it, the enjoyment you get out of watching your granddaughter go to college. My two cents, but again, yeah, yeah, um, that's true. I, I mean, you have to you have to put things in perspective and prioritize, and I you want to do the right thing for uh, your granddaughter, but you also it's kind of like you the old analogy, and we always talk about it when you fly and the mask drop in the case of emergency, put your own mask oxygen mask on first. So then you can help the kids, right? Right. So if you're going to take on debt in retirement, it better be for your advantage, not necessarily someone else's. And when you take on a debt like student loan and you co-sign, you get all the responsibility and none of the benefit, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Because if that defaults, they're coming after you, even though you're retired. So um, here, let me give you some tips. Let's end the show on some tips. Okay. Good. Because I, I think that I think that having debt is okay. And I get people coming to me scared because they don't want to talk about the debt that they have. And my objective of, of my objective is to help people retire. And so sometimes I'll help somebody and then they'll say, Oh, by the way, I have this credit card debt over here. And they're not whispering because they don't want their spouse to hear. The spouse is in on it. They're whispering because they're embarrassed by the debt. And I'm trying to tell people, hey, it's not something to be embarrassed about. It's something to take action on. I'm not opposed to having debt in retirement at all. I'm not one of these that say you have to be debt free. Not at all. Sometimes it makes sense. Everyone's situation is different. But if you do have debt, let's talk about it. All right. So first tip, pay off the highest rates first, especially on these credit cards. Right. So if I have a credit card that's pay, charging 24%, a credit card paying, charging me 10% interest and a home equity line of credit charging me 5%. Yeah. The home equity line of credit might be five times bigger than the others, but I'd focus on those credit cards first, especially the higher pay one. Now, some people say, well, you know, take out that small credit card first because then you'll feel a sense of accomplishment. No way. You pay off the highest interest credit card first. If you have two credit cards, one for for 24%, that's one you're going for right away. Get rid of it, okay? It's simple. Just focus and focus your energy on that. In fact, you might even add to your home equity line of credit to pay off the credit card debt because the interest rates are more favorable. Yeah. Um, on that note, you might say, I have an investment paying me 6% and I have a home mortgage that I'm paying 4% on. Should I sell my investment in order to pay off my home mortgage so I'm debt free? No, yeah. not necessarily. No. I mean, you can, but you're making 2%, right? 
You're getting six and you're losing four. So you're net positive on it. So why would you do it? Just for that sense of not having debt? So you got to look at the interest rates. Pay off the highest ones first. And, not, and it may not mean paying off something if you're getting a better rate elsewhere. Usually, though, you're not getting a better rate than credit card debt, which is why I don't like it. Okay, second tip. Consolidate or negotiate or do both. If you have a bunch of credit cards, you might consolidate them on one and lower the rate. Also, you might call up the company and say, hey, you know, you're charging me 19.99%. Can we lower it, please? Please? Yeah. And you'd be surprised. They will. Sometimes they will. Just by calling and asking, you might get your debt, your, your interest rate reduced. Talk about magic, huh? Yeah. Ask and I shall receive. I'm serious, Tony. If you have a credit card, if you're listening, call up and ask, hey, can we lower this interest rate? It's killing yeah, me. Yeah, sometimes they will. They might do it. Another tip. Refinance your debts, like your home, if you're going to do a refinance. Do it before you retire because the way they calculate loan refinancing is based on your income, not your assets. You can have $10 million in the bank, Tony, and have no income, and they won't refinance your loan because they'll be like, you can't pay it. You'll be like, I, have, I, I can't refinance a $50,000 loan. I got $10 million sitting in my checking account. Why won't you let me refinance it? They say, because you don't have the income. So if you're going to refinance, do it before you retire, because once you retire and your income's lower, the banks won't work with you. It'll, or it'll be more difficult, I should say. And on that same note, <laughs> as you're getting closer to retirement in your 50s or whenever you plan on retiring, don't take on new debts at that age because you're going to have less time to pay it off before retirement. Yeah. So as you're getting close, which is usually when the kids start going to college. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that's why, again... Watch the debt. Don't take on debt unnecessarily, especially as you get closer to retirement. Another tip. You got to know your cash flow. We talked about, I already talked mm -hmm. about cash flow is important. So you got to create an income plan. If you know what your income needs are, that's great. But are you factoring in your debt repayment? That's a huge thing yeah, that people seem to miss. You have to have a spending plan and a, uh, a plan for uh, where your money has got to go, right? Right. And so when you're, when you're adding these, all these expenses up, make sure you're including your debt and you're looking at what the timeline on that debt is. Because if you can repay, repay that debt, make sure you include that in your retirement plan. Cause you know, okay, now instead of paying 500 a month off of this, that's gone. So now I have an extra 500 a month disposable here. What can I do with that? So you got to factor in the debt. So if you can if you can create a solid income plan and maintain debt payments, that's okay. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. But if you find yourself not able to even meet your basic debt needs, that's where the problem yeah. lies. And which is why a lot of people don't want to share that data with me because they're like, oh, I'm never going to retire. I have all this debt. Mm -hmm. So rather than tell me about it to try and figure it out, they keep it hidden. Yeah, that's not you right. Know? Yeah. It's hard for some people to admit that they've, you know, dug themselves into a hole, but so many people have been there and the only way you're going to get out is to be open about it. And I know that you, uh, you don't judge people. You just want to help them. I think that's, that's right. That's great about what you do, Dan. And I think this is awesome. Well, uh, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to talk about or add? 
Yeah, I want to add one more point, okay. which is a big one, though, so it might take a bit, but it's about your house. Ah. The house, you got to use the house as an asset. A lot of people um, have debt their whole life through a mortgage, and then once they retire, they got this big house or just a house mm -hmm. without any debt. And so they're looking at all their assets, and they're failing to realize that the house is actually an asset. You paid it off, maybe, and now it's worth 200000 And you're looking at, oh, I can't retire. I, I don't have enough money. What about that house? You can use that as an asset and consider it an asset because what you might wind up doing is downsizing. Or I like to say now, I like this term, right-sizing. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, you actually might increase your size yeah. um, because it's better for you to to age in, right? Right. So, so look at that house as an asset and use that money as an asset, which also brings in the idea of maybe you do you take a loan out from your, you borrow against your house. Maybe you do a reverse mortgage, which is basically a, a home loan um, for, designed for retirees. And so you can capitalize on the asset and use that for income or use that as the asset it is. So people kind of forget the house. They always keep it separate, but consider it part of the retirement income plan and it might actually help you out. Yeah, that's great. So, that's great advice. I guess to summarize here, do, is it smart to have retirement debt or is is debt in retirement a bad thing? The answer is no and yes. <laughs> it really depends on your situation. Sure. And so what you want to do is when you're planning your retirement, take a look at the debt and start focusing on it. In fact, I would argue that if the earlier you plan for retirement, the better. And one of that might be debt planning, figuring things out. Mm -hmm consolidating all these things I talked about today. You don't have to wait till you're retired for. In fact, you're better off doing it now. It doesn't hurt to think about this now. And you do but debt as you get closer you to help retirement, people do debt planning, right? Yeah. Especially as they get closer to retirement. Yeah. If you like, Hey, I'm want to retire in seven years. Well, let's start looking at everything. Well, what does that have to do with my retirement? Oh, it has everything to do with retirement. Let's start looking at your home loan. What is it worth? Do we refinance? How much do you own these credit card debts? Do you have any other loans? So forth and so on all part of the process. So that's big part of retirement planning, but just don't, don't have the negative stigma of carrying debt in retirement. More and more people are doing it. I don't think it's a bad thing for certain people. I'd rather you don't have debt, of course, but if you do, it's not the end of the world. You can still retire with debt. Don't fall victim to that stigma right. of having debt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what? Uh, we are out of time. Is there anything else you want to add for the listeners though, Dan? That's about it, Tony. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play. We are on Spotify, yeah. which is fancy. Yep. And um, we've got all the back shows. You can listen to Tony and I talking from years ago, it seems. It is. <laughs> about it a myriad been. of topics. Yes, indeed. And you can poke fun at them. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone. And Tony, thanks again for joining me. And by the way, Pay off that credit card debt. We don't need those guys knocking on the door again. That's right. Thank you for listening to Dolphin Financial Radio. Don't try to retire without a solid income plan. For more information, please contact Dan Wendell at Dolphin Financial Group. Call 888-508-5935 or visit the website at DolphinFinancialGroup.com. Dan Wendell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for information informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. 
The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.